Time Again for the Insider with Chuck Walla and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. Hi, I'm Chuck Walla, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. We're the Insiders. So, Scott, you know, around the country and in Wisconsin, there have been lawsuits and decisions made about whether President Trump should be able to be on the ballot. Uh, in either a primary in the spring or in the ballot on the ballot in the fall. What's your take on that? What do you think is going to happen here in Wisconsin? Well, here in Wisconsin, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. Um, Kirk Bankstad has his pack, his scam pack, where he raises lots of money to do all sorts of stuff to stir up the pot and usually doesn't get anywhere with it. Um, and in fact, I think he first made it, filed something at an agency that doesn't even have any say over who ends up on the ballot for president in the state of Wisconsin. So I don't think that case is going anywhere in this state. I am alarmed though, by what happened in Colorado and in Maine. Um, Maine more so than Colorado. Colorado, at least it was a court, the Supreme Court that made a decision that Trump was ineligible for the ballot in that state. In Maine, it was just one individual who declared a presidential candidate, a leading presidential candidate, who was ineligible for the ballot. Both came to the conclusion that Trump was an insurrectionist as defined under the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I'm alarmed that neither the court nor that public official in Maine thought that perhaps there should be a trial on the facts first and that someone might actually have to have been convicted of insurrection before they just based upon opinion and reading newspaper accounts, decided to throw someone off the ballot based upon that. I, I think that is an alarming decision by the Colorado Supreme Court um, without any due process involved, no arguments, no, no, no uh, debating about the facts of the matter, about whether or not someone was or was not an insurrectionist, just we think you were, we're taking you, we're disqualifying you for the ballot in your state. I, I think it's, um, one more extension of the partisan battles between the parties when they know presidential elections are going to be very tight in this country. Um, just taking people off the ballot without really a, a formal legal process just seems to be kind of out of control to me. Well, let me quote or at least paraphrase uh, President Abraham Lincoln, who may have been our smartest president and, and certainly our most wise. Uh, maybe along with George Washington. President Lincoln said something along the lines of, uh, with the majority of the people supporting a proposal, anything can happen. Without a majority, nothing can happen. And he was working with the most divided nation and probably more divided even than our nation is now. And because of that, I, unlike many of my colleagues on the Democratic side, I'm, I'm really wary of not allowing President Trump to be on the ballot. Uh, and I, I think the problem is that if your democracy is so fragile that it cannot vote against an authoritarian like him, then we will probably not preserve that democracy. But I don't know that we help our cause if we take him off the ballot. A majority of people in this country need to resoundingly vote against this man. And I call on all of the Republicans who watch this program, because if you are, you are willing to listen to both sides. I'm not asking you to vote for Joe Biden. I'm asking you to not vote for Donald Trump. Our democracy is at risk here. 
And I know the problem here and the reason that this is being pushed is the 14th Amendment has a very clear thing that it says if you were engaged in insurrection, you cannot serve as an, as an, as an officer of the country. And that includes, I believe, the President of the United States. It's really important stuff. But should that happen now? Or could that happen after the election? And the problem is it's hard for it to happen in either way. And why is that? It's because we are a democracy. And if we can't get a majority of people, or at least a plurality of people, who say that this authoritarian will not be there, then we will both have an authoritarian and we will lose our democracy. Because if there isn't an elect, if there is not a prosecution before President, before President Trump becomes reelected as president, then he will shut down any inquiries that will be out there. He's already made it very clear that the Department of Justice will not be independent. And our democracy will be lost. It will be a sad day. And it will be more than a sad day. It will not come back. And Vladimir Putin and she will be the people who will rule the world with one other authoritarian. And it will be Donald Trump. And it will not be good. And Europe will fall. Ukraine will fall. Poland will fall. They will all fall. Well, I'm confident that American democracy can withstand any one person. Um, and my guess is that um, we should let ballot access should be easy. That's always been what the matter has been, is to make it easy for people to get on the ballot and for the voters to make the decision about whether or not they should actually hold the office that they seek. And I'm comfortable with that. You and I certainly survive that process. It's a democracy. And God help us if we can't see our, our pathway through this. See you next week. You've been listening to The Insider with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. <laughs>